Welcome to our Daily Reflection for this Tuesday, August 15th, the Solemnity of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. So this is a great feast day for Our Lady. I love this feast day. And of course, this is also a special day for us because today we celebrate our 18th anniversary here at the Augustine Institute. And we consecrated the Augustine Institute when we started it uh, to Our Lady. And we merged with Lighthouse Catholic Media, which also started on August 15th, uh, on the same day in the same year, uh, 18 years ago. And so it's a great feast day for us here at the Augustine Institute. We celebrate uh, the patronage of Our Lady and her uh, oversight and intercession for all of our work, which is why it's, I believe, so fruitful because Our Lady intercedes for us. And uh, the readings today are so rich. And I just want to thank uh, all of our staff and faculty and students and alumni for this great feast day, for their for all of your prayers, and for all of you who are part of the Augustine Institute family, especially those of you in the mission circle or just our prayer partners. Uh, thank you for praying for us and being part of the Augustine Institute family. It's amazing what God has done in these 18 years. We reach over a million unique users every month now on our platforms. We have the largest Catholic MA program in the country. All these things that the Lord has done and grace has brought about, and so we're grateful. Uh, especially to Our Lady. So uh, now we have this beautiful reading from the book of Revelation, chapter 11 and 12, about Our Lady, where John has this great vision of the Ark of the Covenant in heaven, and then he sees uh, a woman clothed with a crown of 12 stars. And of course, it shows Mary's queenship, which will be a feast coming up in a few days uh, here in August, uh, the queenship of Mary, which follows. And it shows Mary uh, in the heavens, and uh, that will be what this great feast day is all about, Mary being assumed in heaven. And for those who think, well, this seems like, you know, Catholic doctrine is not rooted in Scripture, well, read Revelation chapter 12. And notice that uh, later in Revelation 12, verse 14, it mentions that the woman is given the wings of eagles and taken up so that the dragon can't get her. And of course, that's a biblical and imagery for the assumption. But uh, you're thinking, well, this, this Catholic doctrine of the Assumption seems a bit uh, pretentious, overwrought. You know, did Catholics just get too serious about Mary? How can they say Mary's assumed body uh, into heaven? Well, there's a couple of people in the Old Testament that are assumed into heaven. And uh, Enoch, in Genesis 5, verse 24, he's so zealous for God, he walks with God, and so God takes him up into the heavens. Uh, and then you also have Elijah assumed into heaven on the fiery chariot. And so if, if Enoch and Elijah loved God so much that God took them and assumed them into heaven, how much more Mary, the Blessed Virgin Mary, who is so devoted to Christ, how much more should she be taken up in heaven, right? So in other words, this is not a crazy doctrine. It's based on an assumption, uh, but a, a historical assumption, Mary being assumed in heaven. And so that's, that's really important. Even the Jews had a tradition that after Moses died, his body was assumed into heaven. And there was a text running around in the ancient times in the first century called the Assumption of Moses. And so not so far-fetched to see Our Lady being assumed into heaven, right? And uh, now the idea that Mary has this crown of 12 stars, there's three characters in Revelation 12. There is the woman with the crown of 12 stars. There is her child who we know is going to be the Messiah because he used to rule all nations with a rod of iron, which is a, an a, allusion to Psalm 2. 
and a messianic psalm about the Messiah. And then there's the dragon. And we know the dragon is an individual person, even though it's a symbol, Satan. The child is an individual person, Jesus Christ. And so the woman must also be an individual person, which would be Mary. And we know in the gospel, Elizabeth says, Who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to me? And she's alluding to an Old Testament tradition that we find in the scriptures of Israel, that the queen of the Davidic kingdom was always the mother of the king, never the wife of the king, because it'd be oftentimes multiple wives, but only one mother. And so it was the mother of the king who was the Geberah in Hebrew, the queen mother. And she would intercede for the poor and the needy. And that's why we have, as our Catholic practice, of going to Mary and asking for her intercession before her son, because she is the Queen Mother Mary who can intercede for us. So I encourage you to go to your Queen Mother with your needs and your prayers. Ask her to intercede to Jesus. We don't pray to Mary as if we just make Mary the telos or the end point. We pray to Jesus through Mary. That's true, authentic Marian devotion. It's all focused on Christ. She's close to Jesus, and so we ask her to intercede to Jesus on our behalf. That's the authentic Marian devotion, which is very Christocentric, always focused on Christ. And yet, Christ honors Mary as his mother and makes her queen of heaven. And that's a powerful thing. And so we respect what Jesus has done for Mary, giving her this high office of queen mother. So may you make this a great feast day and celebration today. It is a celebration for us at the Augustine Institute. And pray for the Augustine Institute and thank the Lord and thank Our Lady for all the graces that the Lord has bestowed through the intercession of Our Lady for this institute to reach more and more souls. May the Lord bless and keep you. To sign up and start receiving these daily reflections in your inbox every day for free, visit form.org slash daily and enter your email. You can watch these reflections in video format by visiting formed.org. Formed is an online Catholic streaming service created by the Augustan Institute and Ignatius Press with award-winning studies and parish programs, inspiring audio content, movies, eBooks, and family-friendly kids programming. To support the mission of the Augustan Institute, please visit missioncircle.org.